Hey guys, this is Matt over at the All Star Comics Podcast here. Just want to let you know I had retract a really cool intro from Kevin Grievous, who was in the shop earlier today and did a signing, and the file accidentally got deleted. So I apologize. It was my fault. That's why I'm giving you this stinger. But enjoy the show. Um, Still a good episode. Have fun. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Johnny Morales. Roger Mate, And Heather DePaz. And if this is the first time you've ever listened to this show, we are a review podcast, so there are going to be some mild spoilers. Just beware, Christian, that was for you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, We usually review one book from DC, one book from uh, an independent, and one book from Marvel, but tonight we're going to change it up a bit. We got some bonus reviews for you, all because of a special guest. (laughs) So um, we're going to do some previews, some news, some things like that later on, but let's go ahead and throw it to our guest who kind of played us into doing four books <laughs> heather <laughs> okay so we did um harley quinn number 14 and life has not been easy recently for harley quinn a recent romance ended with the man that she loved placed under witness protection by batman in an attempt to convince poison ivy to commit uh, while on vacation bombed her ex-boyfriend sends a crazy look-alike of himself to further mess over her head not to mention people be rating a movie out of her control. When you're trying to be a hero on Coney Island and your heart gets broken this many times, how do you keep your head up? Maybe you don't. Maybe just let the crazy keep going on around you. Either way, Harley Quinn is here. And if you are like Jonathan, get the heck out of her way and let this train through. <laughs> oh, I knew something was coming from last night when you posted you were doing homework. Oh, so. yes. Okay, I think that was a pitch for the series. Yeah. And That's, not the the series. That's the series. That's the series. Because you have to – Go back, because there's a lot in this book. Like at the beginning, you've got Madison. She's the mayor's assistant. And to understand what's going on there, you need to pick up Harley Quinn number 11. Okay. That'll explain a lot. Um, Do you have the story arcs for every issue memorized? Yes. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Did you not see what she's wearing? Harley Quinn hat, Harley Quinn shirt, Was Harley Quinn not boots. a decent question to yeah. ask? <laughs> she brought a now, bat and a mallet. This yeah. is this is the first in the the. New in this in this story arc, but, but to, you have to you understand. have to go back, yeah. like so, even you got to go back to New Fifty Two to understand. Yeah, because it's still who, all continuing from that. Who Randy Hoser was, which actually is the ex boyfriend that Batman placed in witness protection for Harley. Okay. So to understand that, you're gonna have to go back to New Fifty Two to find his story, um, which is number twenty two. You are like a Harley Dictionary. <laughs> yes. That is impressive. Yes. Okay. So how would you pitch specifically this issue? This issue is basically Harley and Red Tool and a few issues ago went into the basement of her building that she runs, opened a door looking for buried treasure because you're Harley, Harley Quinn and there's a door locked. You're going to open it. So they don't find the treasure. They leave. She told Red Tool to lock the door and Red Tool's a tool and didn't listen. <laughs> so basically... An alien life form escapes and starts wrecking havoc. Which is like a Silver Surfer Voldemort mashup. Yeah. That doesn't wear pants. With doesn't yes. wear pants. Because it was Ants and the Pantsless. That was the name of yeah. this right. particular issue. Yeah. And so. basically Harley, she's not going to do it because she's not a superhero. Uh, yeah, I kind of found that funny out of this. <laughs> she's like, not my problem. Even though I started it, this is a powers yeah. problem. Let, let Superman or Batman or the League or whatever else handle it. Yep. So, Did we uh, mention but, the creative team? 
Well, the creative team is the same they, all the way never through. It's, it's uh, Connor, Jim Palmiotti, Amanda, Amanda, and Jimmy, Connor. husband That's and wife. That's how there were so many. Are they married? They are yeah. married. They're husband and wife. Are you serious? They are yeah. husband and I wife. Did they not are. Know. They are a power team. I did not know that. Yes. That explains why their deranged sense of humor is so in sync. Yeah. So and then art by Kari Evans and uh, yeah, I was John Timms. Yeah, Ch- Chad Harden was the is the other artist on this, right? Is he still on this? Yeah. Because I like they, I think he does a couple pages and yeah, stuff. And this this wasn't bad by any stretch, but I I really like Harden, um, just his art in general. But the because he started it on the original series in the New Fifty Two, and I dug his style. Yeah, so I was a little disappointed that he wasn't on this one. He's not credited. On this particular issue? It's two so, other artists, right? Yeah. yeah, it's Kari Evans and John Timms. There's a lot of artists. That they like, they is put this a book lot going stuff. two times a month? Um, or is it once a month now? I think it's, I think it's two times a month. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Twi- yeah. Okay. it's two times, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> with, with Palmiotti and Connor, I know exactly the, the type of humor I'm going to get. So when they were making all the, the pantsless jokes and... And everything with the the what is it Zorkrom 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 or Zorkrap as yeah. she says at the end yeah so I I kind of knew what I was getting into the with just the title of this issue alone <laughs> my problem with Harley Quinn is that I don't it's very, I think it's very hard to sustain a comedic book like Deadpool yeah you know that it ends up being one note. Um, but she's she's great for comedic relief. I think, I, and I've said this on the show before. I personally, one of the things I love most about this book was the Power Girl reference. Yeah, I mean, I laughed out loud yeah. when that guy was like, "Wow, that was perfect." But it was a it was it was a real gem in in a lot of you know so so humor. You know, it yeah. was a lot of forced humor. Um and this the storyline is is okay. Oh, it's, Heather's it's drawn giving beautifully. you the evil eye. I know. saying that she's sitting right next to you. And she, and she's, <laughs> she's reaching for her no, mallet. I agree. This one wasn't her best, and there was a lot of like forced humor and stuff. But you got to understand, she's just getting over this whole Ivy basically crushed her poor little heart, you know. And so she's kind of at this point where she's like, I don't really care. No, I, I mean know, the I last know. issue she like killed the uh, imposter just. Didn't even care. She's just like you're gone. You're not. You're not. You're not the Joker. She's, you think she's, you are. You're not. You're dead. She's doing a v- kind of a vigilante thing. Yeah, kind she's of. kind of doing that, but it's kind of also she's doing it for money. So <laughs> she needs money because she runs this apartment building full of sideshow freaks and everything. So okay, she needs money. Yeah, and there was there was references to Gang of Harleys, which yeah. was a separate miniseries, and the Power Girl, which was another miniseries. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Harley when she's juxtaposed against other characters. So I like her in Suicide Squad a lot, like how they they write her using the that kind of humor in in the the Squad book. Yeah. And then the the Harley and Power Girl book was great just because they wrote Power Girl so diametrically opposed to how Harley, which is, is yeah, it's the same reason. Which that is why the they work yeah so yeah, well the together. The Cable and yes. Deadpool book works so well because you have a deadpan serious character. And comedic relief, and that yeah. works extremely well. And, and I, I feel it, like I don't remember the the name of the character. Um, she was one of the, I think she's one of the gang of Harley's one. Uh, the one at the end, Harley Sin. No, was was the other one in the beginning? Um, she had the the things like Harley also on her, like the oh, the one on the motorcycle of Harley. Yes, she's part of Harley's uh, gang, gang of Harley's. Like, yeah, do you remember? 
Oh, there's so many names. It's I probably felt like, um I felt like Brooklyn were, Harley. Okay. I felt like they were trying to make her kind of the straight man, like to to play against, like the you know, the Deadpool cable thing, the Power Girl thing. But she wasn't as fun to read with me not knowing much about her. Because at least with Power Girl I know what I'm getting. Um and with Harley I'm familiar enough to to know, you know, why that relationship works the way it does. So I feel like if they introduced another character that was a little bit more like you know, the straight person for the jokes and whatnot to bounce yeah. off of, it might work better for me as somebody coming into that series. Yeah. So I felt like this, uh, and well, not you're still here. I am still here. <laughs> um, I think you've been trying to think of something to throw out there. I don't know. It's just DC books. Don't have the recap pa- paragraph that, you know, most Marvel books have. And I think this book could have, uh, strongly benefited from that. Something to give the readers, like, oh, what's going on? Because, like, I mean, I wasn't completely lost, but... I think it's written well enough to where you don't necessarily need, especially since it's the first part of a story arc, but right. because there were so many asterisks of... See, issues Harley's, 8 through 13. You know, of, yeah, see, yeah. This, see that. And I wouldn't mind going back and reading that. Um, I would. not like these are, you know, tough to, but... The only thing that lost me a little bit, it took me a second to get uh, my footing in the story, was the first two-page little you know thing with the vampire yeah if you go back to number 11 it explain everything because that's madison the mayor's oh. assistant and there's yeah, she wants to right. get rid of the homelessness she's like let's kill the homeless i was waiting I thought, for this so, to come i back. thought that was that was I, a good start when, when yeah I, they're gonna go I into the that first more. Two, two uh pages i was like oh my god this is you know this is pretty intense yeah yeah and then it switched gears and, and went to the gang of Because I'd read a book Harley's of Harley smashing the, vampires' faces. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. Um, inter- you know, it's interesting. Well, um, I, I love Frank Cho's cover. Oh, yeah. You want to do some stars? That's a, that's not Amanda Con- Connor? Nope. No. This is the dude, Cho, right there. Oh, okay. This is the variant. Amanda right. Connor's over there. Oh. <laughs> and her art's always killer, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Amanda's great. So, Heather, go ahead and start us off on the ratings. How many stars? It's not going to be five out of five. It's going to be four out of five because, like I said, this isn't her best. Okay. Roger? Uh, Heather's sitting right next to me. <laughs> We're all her, afraid. Her hands, her hands on the ballot. Huh. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it – well, no, I was going to give it two and a half stars. I'm going to give it three stars just because of the power cold joke. If you can make me laugh out loud, that's, you know – Worth yeah. something. Good job. Um, yeah, and and I, I you know I, I really enjoyed the art, and yeah. and there's other aspects of this story like the first two pages that they're laying groundwork that's that's really cool. I would give it three. Kind of deep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Johnny, uh, there just wasn't anything here for me. I didn't, you know, I kind of uh, it was slow reading for me because I didn't really care. So two and a half. Dang, I'm gonna go three because the first two pages on that 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 was an interesting setup. Like I said, I knew going into this book what to expect. And there, there are some juvenile chuckle moments that I had reading it. And the art wasn't bad at all. I just, part of me missed, I really was looking forward to seeing Harden's art on this. But the other art was good too. So I'm going to say three. Heather's sitting right across from me. <laughs> so, and I know this is like, for you, this is what Superman is for me. So yeah. I, yes. I get, yes. I get Oh, jeez. I get it. Yes. So we're going to go over to our indie book, which is Invincible number one thirty-three. Twenty-five cents. Yeah, it's only twenty-five cents this month. This is the sadly. This is the start of the end. 
for Invincible. This is yep. the, the first of a 12-part final story arc leading to the end of Invincible by Robert Kirkman. And now returning to the series after a short break is Ryan Otley, who I freaking... What, what? Yeah, Ryan Otley is such a boss. I, I love his art. He's one of my, my top artists. Um, if you have not been following this series... This is gonna. This might be a little tough to jump into on this story. Arc. Oh boy, was it? Um, what was it? Did no. you read this? I did read it. Okay. Um, you're still behind on this. That's why you're saying. Yeah. Very behind. Yeah. I'm like on issue forty. Um, I'm gonna try not to spoil too much out of this, just because it was pretty good, and I think some people need to go back and just. I've said multiple times, this really is like one of the best superhero comics written. Um. But uh, I love Majesty. <laughs> it's like the best. Uh, it starts with a main character that died in the previous issue, whom our main character, Invincible, Mark Grayson, uh, is grieving over. And some stuff gets said at this funeral that kind of sets Mark off. He and his fiance slash wife by the end of this issue decide that they're going to take care of the person that killed who he knows. And that they're not going to play nice about it. They are going to... And it's the big bad villain who killed this person. His name is Thrag. He is probably one of the worst threats in the Invincible universe. And he, uh, Invincible and his his wife, Adam Eve, decide to... They're going to mess this dude up. And that's kind of what the, the issue is setting up. So um, there's some other stuff that gets revealed at the end that you wouldn't think would happen. But in classic... Robert Kirkman form he plays some superhero tropes against themselves and that's going to be kind of the setup to what is going to be the farewell to Invincible I still don't believe it's going to be the end end but we'll see that was such a super vague pitch I know <laughs> I know and I'm doing it intentionally. Christian that was that was so for you man that was that was so for Christian so um I, anybody that's reading this I don't want to like straight yeah. up say who dies like if you read the last issue you know but if you haven't read yeah. the last issue yet it's gonna be like a what that's why yeah so and i love this series so i don't want to spoil too much out of it what did you guys think of the issue not not being current oh here goes johnny i <laughs> <laughs> all right fire away johnny. uh here's johnny I, I was completely lost but you, you're Did right. You know who the character was? No, I didn't know who anybody was. Honestly, Dude. like I know who Adam Eve is, and like where I'm at, I think uh, Mark and his dad are still fighting or something like that. Dude, that's like issue yeah. thirty. That's what I just said. I'm like at issue forty or something like that. Whoa. You yeah. Are far behind. Very far behind. This is one, I'm a hundred issues behind probably. Um, but like you said, it's it's very well written. It makes you care about these characters. I don't know who they most of them are but i still cared about them i it it pulled me in and I, and I didn't think that it was going to uh this far ahead you know from where i'm at robert kirkman promised that longtime readers are going to really appreciate this story arc because it's going to touch on every corner of the invincible universe so for anybody that's been on this or is looking to get on it catch up and get to this because i have a feeling he's going to really go for broke on the this story arc so i've never read it before so this is the first time but oh yeah i have no idea who anyone is but <laughs> i'm interested and i'm not sure what's going on but i want to know more yeah so. usually i don't agree <laughs> with jonathan but i think he's right when he says it's one of the best superhero comics 
the best. best. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew that was I still, I still think that's Superman, but that's just me. That right now, right, right now, yeah. Invincible's, Invincible's been good the whole time. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, yeah. Consistently, man. Right, that's pretty good. And Tr- Kirkman, like I said, he plays superhero tropes so well against each other. That's what you know, ultimately why he said he's deciding to end it. And I did air quotes there is because he realized he was working towards a conclusion. It's not like an ongoing superhero thing where it's just going to keep going. He said to the ultimate, ultimately to play a trope, like the superhero thing where it's just ongoing, you'd have to actually end it. Right. So unlike the walking dead, he manages to sur- still surprise me. Uh, Cause I mean, when that whole thing with his dad happened, I was like, Oh no, I didn't even see this coming, you know, yeah. like at all. And, you know, he still manages to surprise me 133 issues in. Yeah. And I mean, I can, Matt, Matt and I yeah. both said when we got into this series, we burned. I burned through the first compendium in under a week. Matt, you did something ridiculous I read with both, both compendiums, in like right? six weeks. Freaking, yeah, dude, that's that's a whole lot of Invincible. <laughs> it's all 100 issues. Yeah. So, Roger, what do you think? Um, I loved it. I mean, it's it's expertly paced. The art is, is great. Um, I haven't read all of the invincible series but i'm pretty current on everything that's that's going on i know most all the storylines um i this this is really bittersweet yeah i mean there's 11 issues to go yep and i'm i don't know I, i'm i'm nervous about whether robert kirkman is gonna ha- is gonna tell this story as happily ever after or is it gonna be a tragedy oh he i don't i don't know what i you think know, knowing what he does <laughs> With his books and it oh, doesn't, you know. <laughs> I know. I I I'm th- I, I'm rooting for and I'm hoping for a happily ever after, especially with Mark, Eve and their daughter Tara. Yeah. Like I really don't. Because for me, that kind of that that kind of is you know going against the grain yeah. of of comics that you don't you know end on a happy note, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. I, or maybe I'm just trying <laughs> to convince myself of that. <laughs> But I'm I'm uh, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat reading this book every month or every every time it comes out. I I honest to God think something's going to come after this. I can't imagine him not playing in this sandbox. It's Honestly, so I big. I I could see an evolution out of this. Like Invincible's done, but we're going to take some stuff from the Invincible universe and do something else. Has he done any miniseries for yeah, it? He yeah, he did Guarding the Globe. Oh, okay, um, Guardians of the Globe. Man. Guardians of the Globe. Um, well, you're optimistic. Like, Technically, see, there's a part of me that thinks that Kirkman, when he finishes, like I think he'll walk away. I think he'll. You think he'll just be done? Yeah, he'll dust off his hands and and walk away and say, "Nope, that's it." The that's, only reason that's my that's my book. Now, yeah, I I agree that could definitely happen. The only reason I say that is because ultimately, before he decided to conclude this series, he said his original plan was to hand off the reins when he had finished telling his run to somebody else that could take Invincible to other places and then he could enjoy reading a character that he created like from another creative team similar to what we see in this but that was before he decided to you know like the ultimate thing to do would be to actually end the series would, would you be satisfied with that someone else writing you know some of your favorite if Kirkman picked that person mm-hmm. and that creative team because ultimately that's what it he owns it it's his it's right. his character he would have to like sign off and say this yeah. has my blessing mm-hmm. yeah. I trust Kirkman enough to to give whoever that is a shot. Yeah. So. Okay, that makes sense. Now, I don't know if I could handle not mm. seeing Otley on it. Right. That would be like a travesty to me. 
Yeah, but Cullen yeah. Bunn might go to God, no. Roger, why <laughs> like, would dude, you say that? My I've soul, got such a great idea. <laughs> my soul just quivered. Oh, oh that makes me uh, sick to is, my stomach. Is uh, Otley doing anything right now? Anything else besides Invincible? I don't think mm, I No, he's he, – and I, 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 like I said, they're looking to shoot this out like – Every three weeks. Every three weeks-ish. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Because so, we just so had – done by summer. We just had um, – the other three to uh, four weeks. Yeah, three to four <laughs> weeks. They're going to be on time. That's why they they had Corey Walker come in for that right. story arc. Ollie's been working on this, and this is set to conclude on the fifteenth anniversary in January. January. I thought it was November. Anyways, well, I think it's January. Probably they're, January. They're 50, yeah. I think it's their fifteenth anniversary, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So. 10th anniversary, 10 year anniversary, 15th anniversary. I can't remember what it is. I just realized but it did come out that long ago. Yeah. Wow. It's like 150 wow. issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what they're setting to do. So I guarantee you there's going to be a couple. Like with this this issue, three weeks ago, we had 132. Yeah. And we're three weeks later. It's not even a full month. So And he's done that with both of his books because we have Walking Dead out this week too. So Hopefully anyway. he can end it you know, on a really high note. Yeah. Anybody, anything else? We want to add some stars? Stars? Heather? Good? <laughs> good. You don't have to. <laughs> no. um, I'm going to go and say uh, this is a great start to the end. So I'm going to say four and a half. Uh, this book kept me engaged. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, for any new Invincible fans, I would start off at one. Yeah. Absolutely start All off at one. Ones, yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're right, Jonathan. Four and a half. I give it uh, four stars. The last page really, really hurt. Got it. Yeah, yeah, it so, hurt. Uh, so that was that was strong, but it, it's fast paced. It's easy to read. The art's beautiful. Um, and, and a and a and a killer last page. If you if you know the characters, yeah, that's so. that's why I knocked it the half star. I was like, no, yeah. why would hey, you do spoilers? That? Hey, hey. <laughs> so Heather. I just give it a three out of five because this is the first one I've ever read. Oh. I have no idea who anyone is. Very no tough. No idea what's going on. Yeah, very tough jumping on. But point. it was still interesting. I mean, I bought it for my kids. So. It's yeah. Cool. It's literally the last, the first issue of the last arc. So yeah. very bad jumping on point. All right, we're gonna go over to our Marvel book, which Roger's gonna pitch to us, and it's appropriate since it's Spider Man. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I I traded with Heather. So <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Johnny, it wasn't a you just it was forced. I know he's the boss. It was, it was forced. I had I mean, the little one come e- executive in. Executive privilege. And, you know. All right, whatever. <laughs> he makes the rules. You called me a liar last week. Did I? Oh, you did. You just got trolled. I can get Crichton to take care of him. That sounds you. about right, but I don't remember <laughs> for what. All right, um, this week's Marvel book, Clone Conspiracy Number Five, written by Dan Slott, art by Jim Chung. The the final installment in the the clone conspiracy arc, and we have uh, Ben Riley, who is the Jackal. Okay. Oh, spoilers. Oh wow. Okay. Dude. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't, if if you've been reading it, you know. Yeah. If you haven't, I haven't. So when I, I read now the summary, you do. I was like, "Holy crap! Yeah. What happened?" Now you didn't read that either. So. But all of uh, they've they've been making clones of all of these dead people, and they have the memories of the people before. And they brought back Gwen Stacy, Uncle Ben, Gene DeWolf, uh, Doc Ock, Doc Ock yeah. Gwen's dad, Rhino, yeah, Rhino's wife, all all these people. But they have a virus in them that 
dun, dun, Ben Riley triggers, and they all start decaying into zombie dust. And Pete's trying to save them. Yeah, that's sure. about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the, the virus, it, the the way he triggered, it's making everybody, not just the clones. Well, the everybody. virus is contagious. Yeah. Okay. And if and they the get clones out, have it, then it'll. And they're trying to right. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're trying they're to keep contained, right? Yeah, they're yeah. quarantined right now. But so. I mean, every if the clones get out, everyone, not just the clones, yeah. but everybody they come in contact with will start decaying. Yeah, oh, that's not good. Yeah, so I, I talked with Cody about this a little bit, and luckily he doesn't mind spoilers that much because I, I I have one big problem with this book. Look, Jim Chung's art is beautiful. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. I I mean, and it, it's easy to read, and there's some some heartfelt moments, and there's a lot of action, and you're going through. But the one problem that I have with this book is that this virus was triggered. By sound. sound. Yeah. I was just okay. about to say. Okay. So now, all right. I can suspend my di- my disbelief enough to go. Okay, maybe maybe it triggers the virus. Okay, I'll fine. I'll let you yeah. have that. But then they come in later, and and to save everybody, they want to invert the frequency of the sound. <laughs> To make it heal the people. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. No, that's not how biology works. <laughs> yeah. Unless I the like, virus is mechanical. No, it wasn't, though. But it was they wasn't. They weren't. But they weren't. At least they on weren't this issue. Nan- nanotech or anything. Yeah. But, I, you know, I like my science to be sciencey. This was total you know? comic book and this was, fake science. This, Oh, yeah. I mean, this was like. Suspend your, like, disbelief. Because comics? Because or, comics. Because <laughs> comics. But, but even then. There's some guys that can do that better though. Yeah. And Slot kind of was sleeping on yeah, that one. On the line and the bordering there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, oh, they're gonna start regenerating. Uh, really? Just press yeah. rewind, play backwards. They reverse the polarity <laughs> of the neutron flow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Johnny, that was actually yeah. funny. Good job. Yeah, Thank you. And and Cody, I'm sorry, you've already heard all of this, so you know, uh, bear with me. When is Cody but gonna be on the podcast? The other, probably this summer. I mean, okay. we've got to have him. I mean, because he's our Spider-Man time. expert. Yeah, we could do spider Shout size. out to Cody. Um, I think this summer when he's out of school, nice. we'll bring him in. We uh, do like Spider Verse or something like. That. We should, yeah. except for well, I'm gonna so be long. really angry reading through that. <laughs> right. Again. Yeah. Um, the other thing that bugs me, <laughs> I told Cody, and I was like, I realized it when I was reading this issue, and he he thought maybe it was a a Jim Chung thing, but I, I'm sure I've seen other artists do this. <laughs> it seems like any every time I read a Spider Man comic. He's got this one patch of his suit on his <laughs> on his cap yeah. that oh is my like God, yes. it's a hole and his hair is sticking through, and I, and I'm like, I dude, really? You know, couldn't you get what you know this, a suit made by Reed Richards or something that had unstable molecules and didn't rip all the time? Jesus, you know, his yeah. hair is just too spiky right it's, there. It always just I know it's always <laughs> in that one spot and it's, it's like not, this little tough the hair. So you really must have been bugged by Kane having was, only half a mask with beard yes. showing underneath. Also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't battle damages. And I don't. Hair. And those are spiky hair, too much gel. You know, that's a that's a that's a nitpick part for me the other one is a little bit bigger i was like really slot but overall look it was a fast-paced book lots of action a lot going on you know only five parts of this series right yeah yeah well yeah. We're about the tie-ins lots well and here well only five parts <laughs> for this yeah, series right. because then when you get to the last page in typical marvel fashion oh, god clone yeah. conspiracy omega, omega number one oh, it's a one shot 
Is it a one shot? Still yeah. though. But why not but just still. make it part of like this? Make it a six issue series. Yeah. Hey, I don't work for Marvel. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, like I think, the rule. Didn't you guys think, I think it ended because that story is completely ancillary to this? Is I mean, it? The, yeah. the picture yeah. that they show is Rhino just wailing on Pete. So, so it's or Spider Man. Didn't you guys feel like this ended abruptly, a little bit? So every Marvel event. Ends. Yeah. Yeah, the ending was. Ugh. It's like, oh, okay, dude. I, my expectations are so low for Marvel. I was like, oh, this was pretty good. That's I that's mean, just where I'm geez, at with Marvel. That is very it's low. Okay, that's a good Marvel book. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And here's the thing: like, I really don't have a problem with Slot. Like Roger said plenty of times, Slot's been a good steward of Spider-Man. But my my expectations were not super high, so it was hard to be for me to really be let down. Yeah, it was a fast ending, but it was just kind of like, okay, cool. He, he needs to write Superior again. You've not said that happen. multiple times. I love not Superior Spider-Man. I think this is one of the weaker. Yeah, uh, event spider events that he's done. Spider Island was better. Spider Verse was better. Spider Island Superior was great. That was Spider-Man my introduction. Was better to slot. Um, and he has. He's been a, he's been a great steward. And there's you know there's stuff to love in this. Um, but keep it sciency, Dan. Yeah, I did think it was pretty cool that the jackal, I guess, was Ben Riley. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see that. Neither did I after it just got spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Heather? Um, I've been reading the whole, like, event. I didn't read in, like, the tie-ins and all that stuff. I just read this event, and it started out really good, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then get to the ending, I'm like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, seriously? Mm. Let me play this music backwards. Oh, we fixed it all. Really? Yeah, right. My three-year-old could write a better ending. I don't Ooh. know about that. Burn <laughs> slot. Have you met Crichton? <laughs> Crichton's yeah, a beast, man. Crichton's a beast. <laughs> okay, we'll give him a crayon. Well, I think Dan missed an opportunity too when when Silk showed back up. Mm. That made me happy because yeah. I yeah. loved I loved you know her coming onto the scene, you know, slot creating that character and her relationship with Pete. I thought it was awesome, and I th- I thought that slot missed an opportunity to have them like. You know, wanting to get a room. <laughs> you know, even yeah, with even with yeah. all this, you know, mayhem and carnage going on around them. Yeah, the that, biological that, attraction. That's, yeah, that's such a, a cornerstone yeah. of their relationship, and it's awesome, and it's a great. It, it would have been great comedic relief. I yeah. would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, but like yeah. you need to leave right now. Yeah. like we can't like, do this. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's go ahead and do some star ratings. So Roger, two and a half. Ooh. Middle, Johnny. Yeah, middle for me three. <laughs> I don't think that's what middle. That's means. not what middle means it's at all. Middle between okay. one and five. So a two. Two. I'm gonna go two and a half. Also, I mean, it was it, my expectations. You know, were low, so I was entertained. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go to surprise our fourth book, which we had to review this. <laughs> we yes. had to review this, but yeah, Heather threw us a curveball. It had to be it's on not my movie. fault that he oh, didn't no. double check. <laughs> I know. Okay. Right. No, I know. I just like throwing the know. onus on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so that everybody's up to speed, because Heather was like, "You really need a female voice when you review Harley Quinn," because we were going to review Harley yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, "No, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, so we scheduled her to come on in two weeks when Harley was coming out." I did not I realize. Knew. I knew. I know Heather. <laughs> the book you've been Super hyping. Sons number one was coming out that same week. Now, right. Jonathan, how long have you been hyping this book? 
for months. <laughs> Ever today. since it was announced. For months <laughs> since yeah. I found out, especially since I found out that Tomasi. Well, because we knew in like August. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, so we're reviewing Super Sons number one. It's by Pierre Tomasi, who's the current <laughs> scribe on Superman, uh, along with Jorge Jimenez, who's kind of a rising star at DC. He's done a couple issues of Superman, so if you've been current on the Superman run, you've seen his art at some point. Um, but this is the first official title of Damian Wayne and Jonathan Kent finally teaming up, finally getting into some trouble, and I loved it. It, it, it starts off with an interesting prologue that I'm waiting to see uh, where they take it. Another another interesting prologue where we only get just a couple pages of this like fake TV family, and then it jumps over to Damien and John on the run, already in trouble, and I loved it. Yeah, is that fake TV family in like Superman at all or anything? Because I, I don't read no, any yeah, of Superman's. No, no. Super- this is okay. something. This is something. Because I wasn't sure. I was like, yeah. is it from another one? Did nope. I have to kind of? Okay then. No, nope. Jonathan, you when you came you came in today and you asked me. Uh, how awesome it was, or something yeah, like that. How great and was I, that issue? I think I was only like three pages past yeah. that prologue, and it was still in my mind. And I was like, um, "It's it's it's pretty good." Yeah, <laughs> you know, i i was I was on very uh, uneven terrain mentally reading because I was like, uh, I that, "What is that?" That first two pages what is, is a lot of WTF. Yeah, yeah. like I'll I'll um, readily admit that, but it's got me intrigued. What? And I, 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 I'm not sure when the payoff for that is going to come or how long it's going to take. At this point, I don't care about that first two pages. I'm gonna, I'm curious to see if he can make me care, just because it's so random. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can, you can infer a couple of things from that that this kid has some powers, mm-hmm. or unless it's just scripted. But you don't see anybody else in the studio. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, if that's not cryptic enough, we got we've still got some copies left coming and buy it. I have a theory because uh, one of the villains that's coming down the pipeline is Kid Amazo. Uh, There's going to be a new villain that's specifically for the boys. These children. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So I that I makes think sense. It might tie to that. That's what that makes I sense. was thinking. But that if you're not sense. up to snuff on what Tomasi said in interviews and things that are being solicited, you wouldn't know that. Yeah. But I think that's going to tie to Kid Amazo. Hmm. This took this for this comic. It took me getting about halfway through it Mm -hmm. to get comfortable with it. And then I thought the last half was priceless. I thought, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, after basically after Damien, you know, Maybe a little bit before when Damien shows up at, at in John's the window. Oh, in the no, window. In yeah. the window. Like, <laughs> no. It's time Dude, it's time to go. What's your name? Jonathan Kent, you know that. No, it's not. No, it's it's not. Superboy. <laughs> so put on your S and uh, let's go. That's great. Let's go be super. Yeah. Um, um go ahead. Peter Tomasi like writes these characters very well. I actually didn't mind Damien, uh, which is I and I attribute that to the fact that I believe it's because Tomasi's a father, and I believe it's because <laughs> he's got sons. So I I swear to you, that's what gives him that ability to kind of yeah. to write those boys at that age. And he makes it very believable. Like, oh yeah, that's that's Superman's son. He would never, you know, try and hurt these kids that are throwing rocks. You and know, his and friends the, yeah. and stuff. He's gonna try to protect everyone. And you're like, yeah, that's Batman's kid. He's bratty and sometimes annoying. 
but you know, he, he, it's written <coughs> very well that I didn't find him completely obnoxious, and I actually uh, liked um, the way that he was portrayed in this comic. Usually, um, I don't like when uh, I think sometimes um, it's a trope uh, that's overused in comics is when they start off in the middle of the action and then they switch to like two days earlier and then they end with yeah. that action. But this um, prologue didn't get resolved, so I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, and I'm very interested in what's going on in the prologue. Yeah. I think I, I think this is going to end up being one of my new favorite books. Also, I freaking love Jorge Jimenez. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad that they nailed him down for this book. Um, he's actually the one that came up with the design for Jonathan Kent, the character design. So um, I super dug him and just just everything art-wise on this book. Yeah. So, Heather, what did you think? I like how Damien and John are like polar opposites of yes. each other. They remind me of my boys, Tristan and Crichton. <laughs> Tristan and Crichton, they're, they're brothers and they're close in age, but they are just total opposites. And that's how they remind me. It's like, you know, you could have made them both be exactly the same, but it wouldn't have worked that way. And I like that they're just opposite and they play off each other. It's, it's good. Yeah. This is one of those things where it, the strength of it is the, the the difference between the two characters. Because you got John, who's just the innocent, you know, country boy, and then you got Damien, who's the snarky little. Well, Damien's you know. awesome. I love Damien. Oh yeah, I'm not. Believe me, I'm not. I want Damien to be Damien. And I, I love want, Damien. And I want, He's just awesome. And I love the fact that they made Jonathan so freaking likable. Exactly. So, um, yeah. I don't like Superman, but I I love his son. Cool. You need so. to be reading. If you don't like Superman, you need to be reading. <laughs> The main series. I'm not even joking. No. It's true. It'll really make good. you like Superman. I can't. I only like Superman when he's played by Henry. Like, because so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch any of those other Superman movies. I didn't care for him. Like honestly, right now, uh, from DC, my favorite superhero is Superman, just because of that book. And I, I, kind of really actively disliked Superman. You know, because his, his, every time I read some of his stories, they just weren't good to me. I didn't, I don't like them. But this, I don't know, this run is just like, oh yeah, this is it's, this is a perfect character. It's no joke yeah. going to go down as well yeah, the, the ultimate runs. I picked up, a, well, I haven't picked up a few. Mm-hmm. Christian picked up a few, and he was reading them, and I read a little bit of them, but I was just like, I don't like Superman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. Well, I know, stick I know, uh, Harley. I know Christian's <laughs> comments on is. Superman. Um, yeah, he doesn't like the book. He thinks he doesn't suffer enough. Superman? Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what Kayla told me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, come on. That's coming, though. Yeah. But I don't want that. Little, I want a happy book. There is there is going to be a little bit with Superman Reborn. All right. They said everything gonna... can't always be sunshine and flowers. Well, so, you know. Well, yeah, not, life's not, not sunshine and flowers. That's why you read Batman. True. So Not that great anyway, of a book. Anyway, anything else we nope. want to talk about? I mean. I can't praise like this as an opening enough. Like I've been waiting for this book and yeah. I felt like it delivered for me. So Yeah. We'll go ahead and start the star ratings if that's cool. Yeah. So do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it four and a half. Great start. Great start. Almost perfect. Cool. Johnny? I love uh these characters and I'm very interested to see where they go. I honestly give it a five. Roger. Very cool. I'm gonna give it four stars. Um I thought the first half of the book was uh, – it left me with a lot of questions that I think are going to be followed up on later. Mm-hmm. I know they will. But um, after that, I think – I mean, it just got – it got stronger and stronger and stronger. And 
the last page yep. was killer. Yep. Was killer. I mean, I, I absolutely loved it. So, um, I'm with you, Jonathan. Very strong start. Can't wait to see where they go with it. Heather? Yeah, I'm Griff Roger. Four. Right on. All right, what would you guys rather have reviewed this week? I know I can say, like, and this isn't to, to disrespect Heather, uh, but I would have rather reviewed Trinity. The new Trinity was out this week. And I'll meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> with the mallet and the bat. The mallet and um, bat and my van over here. <laughs> Catch wow. me outside. All right. Catch, Catch me outside. outside. How about that? Um, but no, it's the finale to uh, that story arc, I believe. Oh, is it? So I. What yeah. issue is that? Oh, cool. Six, Number six. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And so I've been I've been looking forward to that. And yeah, super that, strong book. Yeah, that's other than that I'm I'm I mean not that Harley was even like that bad, but when I saw Trinity was out, there's a lot of good stuff out this week. Actually, if I wasn't gonna do Trinity, I'd do the Wildstorm because oh, I would yeah, I would want to get into the Wildstorm yeah. also from DC. So um, either of those would have been would have been cool with me, Johnny. Um, well, I haven't made eye contact with Heather uh, yet, so. <laughs> I feel a little bit safer than you guys do. Uh, but, yeah, I would have rather, instead of Harley Quinn, I would have uh, reviewed Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. Ooh. Nice. You guys aren't going to give me any. Oh, that's exactly preference. what I expected from you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be like, oh, it's, a, it's nothing new, dude. No, you guys are going to be like, oh, it's an IDW book. No, it's a DC book, too. It's dual published. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll let it happen. All right, good. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna swap out a DC book because we did two and mm. we got Super Sons yes. and I was completely satisfied with with getting to read Super Sons. I'm really intrigued by Wildstorm though. But yeah. if I was gonna if I was gonna trade out one, it would be Clone Conspiracy and I would do Monsters Unleashed. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. All right. Did you feel or kinda Gamora? Did mm. you feel Oh yeah, Gamora's out this yeah. week too. Did you feel kind of ah, another great book. Being, <laughs> being a Spider-Man fan or old school Marvel by Clone Conspiracy? Yeah, I you know it just because it, it, your book was your rating on the first issue was solid. Yeah, it was, it was a high. It rating. was a great start. It was a great start. Um, it you know it just kind of petered out for me. And then Peter, the, the dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what up? No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, okay. No, yeah. And and Monsters Unleashed. You know, I've I, I read the first two. Um, I wasn't that sure about the first one. I had a lot of issues with it. The second one really made me happy. Yeah. And and I'm really curious to see where they go. With Did that. Cullen Bunn make distinct voices finally? <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> wow. In the second one, bringing yeah. it up a notch, Cullen. <laughs> Try not to, you know. Ruin anything else. Watch him contact you. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, at this point, I'm always waiting for it. No, I was good with with the four. Cool. All right. Power Rangers, bro. Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Find out the backstory of the, the, Dark, the Ranger? Dark Ranger. I read oh, that today. God. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go to Trivia Time with Roger featuring Heather. Ooh. I love the name of this thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I do it like yeah. that. Um, but first, let's uh, shout out to the winners from the last two because we didn't know. We didn't know last right. time. We didn't know last time. So, I said this. Uh, <laughs> the Matt, art, did you the, take notes? The Archie question was who was on the ID. Yeah. And I think, but I think we answered. No, you didn't answer. It Not on air. No, I mean, like we said that that's what the question was, right? Um, yeah, but you didn't get the answer. Yeah. Well, it was Trip Zadursky or something like that. Did Aaron win? No? No. Who won? David Revis? Yeah, David yeah. Revis, yeah. David Revis and, and Heather, Heather actually, yeah. yeah, got second place. <laughs> and then David Revis won last week, also, didn't he? What did you? I don't know the last week. Yes, the turtles question. Yes. yes. Oh, that was a good one. 
which was uh, what was the one Kirby shot? King and um, Donatello in Donatello yeah. one shot. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks and it was Christian Jack, for Jack Kirby playing yes. Kirby King in the one super shot. deep yes. cut. Super obscure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obscure. So yeah, whoever Christian knows how to came use through. Yeah. On, <laughs> Google. And we had and we had a couple guys that knew it. So that was good. So Heather's going to bestow some Harley Quinn trivia on us since she was on for the Harley Quinn issue. <laughs> and I'm probably going to get I'm, all of this wrong. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I guarantee you. <laughs> Let's go. It's not yeah. going to be that hard. Okay. So you got three good ones Red and black. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so what is the name of the Batman animated series episode that Harley Quinn first appeared Oh, my God. This isn't going to be that hard. No, no. It was it's not, not Mad Love. love. Mm. I have no clue. Yeah. I remember that episode, but I don't remember the name. No, no. That Mr. J. <laughs> no, Mr. Um, J. No, it was Mr. Um, J with an it, H. It was the Joker's favor. Oh, that was close. Oh. The Joker's that's, favor. That's not close, man. <laughs> Mr. J. Yeah, he was, had Joker. Yeah. All right. Well, you yeah. Mad oh, love. Joker and Harley Mr. Quinn. Mr. J. You went mad love. That's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, so what are her pet hyenas' names? Oh. There's two of them. Ah, there you go. It's just two pet hyenas. A... What are their names? Bill I... and Ted. Uh, no. That's pretty good. But that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's going to be another one. I know. Third one. Wasn't there know. like a comic series? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That tangent. Uh, I feel like I know this. I feel like this is buzzing around in my, my memory somewhere. I think they're girl names, I right? I know. I've read no. it. They're not girl names. No, oh, okay. they're not girl names. Not Jekyll and Hyde, is it? Brutus? No. No, no. Uh, I'm just, oh. these, these are easy. Totally. Is it the, from the animated series or just period? Period. Yeah, yeah. it's the same. the same. It's the, the same. Yeah. And the animated series. I know. I do know that. It's the I same. Know she had but <laughs> I can't remember. Hold on. If I tell you, they're in reference to Abel and Costello. Abel and Costello. Yeah. If they're in reference to that. Hold on. Let me Google it. No, First that doesn't second. count. <laughs> <laughs> no, First it's and Bud second. and Lou. Oh yeah. Oh. Goodness grief, yes. guys. I would have never gotten that. Okay, well, I will... I have to delete some things to make room for new things, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> or like Roger says, those brain cells are repurposed. Yeah. Okay. I would ask the Poison Ivy one, but I think you guys all know how she got Dude. her powers. Like, what Poison Yeah, Ivy. we read that in You know that, so yeah. let's okay. not do that one. Okay. One more. So yeah, she was created by... One. We know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> she was created by Paul Dean and, and Bruce Tim, right? Right. Yep. So who were they inspired to create her? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> who inspired? Who were they inspired to by her? to was, create her? Was Arlene Sorkin. Yeah. Now, where did they see that? Um, wait, wait, they wait. saw it on a show where she was playing a jester. Yeah. I forgot what show. Oh, it's a soap opera. Right. Days of Our Lives. There you go. I knew it. Bam, 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 bam. Wow, that was. And she voiced Harley Quinn. Right. Did she really? She yeah, was, she did. She is. She's the original. They created her in her image, and they're like, "You need to do the voice." That's so, rad. I never knew goes. that. Yeah, you should I see that clip. That. It's weird. Awesome. It is She's the one awesome. that came up with that whole, like, Mr. J. Like, the, the that, that's her voice. Yeah. That's her voice. Yeah. That's, that's voice. cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So so I won, right? Yeah, listeners. we got one for the listeners. Did I win? <laughs> I won, right? Tony. Come on. And okay. they're going to be hard because Christian helped Wait, wait. So, Roger, what do you win? Stuff. If you want to win a copy of Spider-Man Blue, the graphic novel for this week, or... The four comics yeah. that we reviewed. Which Super Sons? This is a good worth haul. it. Invincible. Yeah. Totally good worth yeah, it. Good haul this week. Um, first good place haul. gets choice. Second place gets uh, the leftovers. The leftovers. The leftovers. Um, yeah. Give me a, give me a, sh- you know, 
Shout know. out. Shout out. Social media. Text, social, social media. media. Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you know my number, text. you can text me. If you come into the shop, it'll probably be too late. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, listener question. Well, it won't be too late because I'm on, so I can't <laughs> win. <laughs> that's right. No, that's right. Blake is Blake, listening. Yeah. Blake's listening. Blake's shout out, Blake's shout out listening. to my dude Blake. We'll see. I could always have my daughters text in and win. <laughs> you know, Zoe and Kara, they can get in oh, on that. Oh, that's low. <laughs> that's cheating. Zoe's got Instagram, so she can. But Insta- you know the answer, <laughs> I know, right? It's cheating. I know. Not if I don't say that my daughter. Right. Zoe comes in with a little mustache. <laughs> An overcoat, a yeah. fisherman's hat. <laughs> They're all stacked up. All four of them would make the actual height of an adult. <laughs> and knowing weaving. Roger, he wouldn't realize it was yeah. them. He'd be like, no. never seen you guys before. I'd be like, welcome to the shop. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to read it how Christian typed it. <laughs> Not the first in DC Comics to carry her namesake. What was the true identity of the original and whom was she married to? I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. That's a two-part question. Out of Christian's mouth. It's a two-part question. You just put Harley Quinn in front of that sentence. There you go. What? Just put Harley Quinn in front of yeah, that sentence. Harley there, there's Quinn. no noun. Now, who was the original and who was she married to? This is right. comic? No, we're not it is, sure. It is, it is. We're not answering this. This is for the listeners. I know. <laughs> my mind just got blown. Yeah. I, I don't know this one. Christian, I got to hand it to you, dude. You go deep cuts for you all the trivia. You can get him for He's trivia. He's not allowed to make trivia will totally. <laughs> we should have Christian write every trivia for the listeners. You should. So they can never get it. Yeah, so they can just make it hard, man. This, Yeah, this is interesting. It's it's, it's probably going to be hard, but is it technically her namesake? Well, it's her name. That's what her name is a derivative of. There you go. Okay. Cool. Freaking A. Okay. Repeat that one more time just to make sure that the listeners (laughs) and myself put Harley Quinn in front of it. Let me say that Harley Quinn is a derivative of another DC character. Okay. Oh, that's easy. So what was her true identity and who was she married to? Right. Freaking A. Okay. Okay. I don't know who she was married to. Roger, everybody. All right. Or, you know, find me on Facebook and I will give you the answer for $10. (laughs) (laughs) And a piece of that uh, that, <laughs> that haul, right? Um, all right, so we're gonna go to our graphic novel, which Johnny is frantically grabbing to pitch, right? Um, which is Spider-Man Blue. Yes, Spider-Man Blue by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Uh, you know the creative team of um, Long, Long Halloween. Halloween and all the basically Marvel color. colors. Yeah. Did they do all of them? Yeah, they did. Like all Daredevil, of them. Yellow, yeah. and Captain America. Wow, I didn't know. Captain Hulk America Gray. White and. Uh, Hulk Gray, I think it was. Hulk Gray, Gray, yeah, Hulk Gray. Cool. Uh, so basically, this is a Valentine's Day story where. Um, Spider- well, not specifically Valentine's right. Day. Right. We're doing it because Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yeah, and uh, Spider-Man is feeling uh, a little down uh, because he's thinking about his, uh, you know, his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Well, now deceased girlfriend. Uh, Gwen. Spoilers. Spoilers. Right. In case you've never like read a Spider-Man comic. Pretty sure everyone knows Gwen Stacy is dead. Yeah. <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, and <laughs> this is uh, him retelling of how he and her basically fell in love. Um, I think that's a pretty good pitch. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> In case anybody's listening and heard that, that was not somebody relieving themselves. I'm refilling Don't my lie. water bottle. Don't Matt lie. just gave me the the, the side eye <laughs> to end all side eyes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought I could play that off a lot quieter than it came out. 
Anyway, I'm sorry. I'll I'll stop pouring. Was that it, John? Yeah, that was it. I mean, it, it's just he still misses Gwen, even though he's with uh, Mary Jane now. Spoiler, and, dude. Uh, come on. Spoiler. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll refrain from crunching this bottle because I know yeah, that'll just infuriate you. Anyway. Um, this was an interesting read because I'd never read any of the um, – I'm familiar with the creative team because obviously we did Long Halloween a couple months back. Um, but I never read any of the, the Marvel colored graphic novels. Spider-Man Blue was the first one. Captain America White. Captain America White. Yellow. Hulk yeah. Gray. Um, interesting story. Uh, the way that this is paced is really uh, – like you said, it's like each – there's a villain in each chapter of this and then it gets resolved really quick. Um which well, there's the one villain villain that's like through the whole thing. Yeah, kind of. overarching story. Yeah, and it and it all ties together and makes sense. Um, yeah, this is just kind of a downer story. Yeah, and like you kind of feel you really feel bad for Pete. Like they tug on your heartstrings kind of through this whole thing, because a lot of the narrative is coming from him recording tapes to Gwen after right. she's been deceased. Because this is. Classic Spider-Man trivia. Yeah. Gwen gets killed when he's trying to save her, like in a particular story. Is it 130, 128? 121. 121. 121. Yeah. So, um, been around for a while, and they kind of decided to really play off of the fact that Pete misses her. So, and that's where they actually get the name Spider-Man Blue. As he says near the end of this, I feel blue, kind of like yeah. jazz. You know, like you feel blue when you play that. Yeah, so, he's down. Um, like he's playing the blues? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> I just like how he's up in the like attic and like hiding away and recording it and doesn't yeah. like, you know, it's like it's got to he's got to keep it secret. Hush, well, hush. But one, then at one point, MJ comes up. Yeah, and, that and, is like she's and she's like, totally cool with it. She yeah, says, hey, man, I, love I understand. I love and that. And that then was she's such like, a great that was a tell Gwen punch. hello. That was kind you know, of a gut we punch. Miss yeah. her, and it's like, wow. Oh, okay. So that's a lot of respect for MJ. Understand that yeah. that was Pete's first love, and he still loves her. So well, it's and nice. so and so much of the lead up, well, those because each of the chapters is basically flashback, and it shows yeah. the three of them. Yeah. It actually the takes triangle. Pete, Gwen, yeah. MJ, you know, all this, and and well, why can't the two Pete of them kind of <laughs> you know, competing for his affection? So yeah, it takes place, I believe, uh, between issues like forty and fifty. Of uh, the first volume of Amazing Spider-Man, um, his retelling, you know, yeah. of how he fell in love. Um, and it's it's interesting because it not only you don't kind of you don't just see how it affected Pete, but you also see how it affected MJ yeah. going through because that's that's probably one of the even bigger character because they portray MJ as the party girl, right. the party follows her everywhere, and that's yeah. not who she is by the end of the graphic novel. So um, that was an interesting take on on. The, the overreaching ramifications of Gwen's death. Yeah. Yeah. So this um, book is so chock full of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, you know, having a, a different villain with each issue, you know, um, that was in itself a, a self contained story, even though you had threads of, yeah. of overarching story that kind of get played out between all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, yeah, super nostalgic. For me to read, cool. It was an interesting read for me, considering I'd never read, like I said, any of the color, 
Excuse me, Johnny, why you gotta be? I'm just kidding. Stop uh, playing with your toys. <laughs> no toys at the table. But yeah. they're so cool. Uh, but it was it was an interesting read for me going there, and then um, j- it, it's been a while since I read, which is funny because this week we got double Spider Man. So it's been a while since I would read anything Spider Man. It's been a couple months since we'd done the Clone Conspiracy issue for the first time. Uh, and then reading this graphic novel. So I was like, I'm getting a lot of Pete right now. Yeah. Um, and it was good. But, yeah, it, it really tugs on your heartstrings by the end of it. So. Yeah. Um, I think I've mentioned before I'm a big Tim Sale fan. I love the I knew art. we were going to go there. And this is where I'm going <laughs> to. This is where I'm going to. I can't believe you deviate. do not like Tim Sale. I, you know, it's not that he's bad. He just. For you don't me, like his style. It's just. It's a stylistic thing. And it's not bad at all. But. Yeah, you read Jim Chung's like thing in because that's what I did. I read Clone Conspiracy first. I was like, oh wow, like because I was not really familiar with Jim Chung until I don't, I don't know. I that think that series, and we read Long Halloween. Yeah, and just Sale does not do it for me, and it's not that he's bad. He's a great artist. It's just I yeah. didn't really follow all the artists and know who all the artists are except for Amanda Connor. But <laughs> his the Spider-Man Blue, all everyone was really blocky. It was like here's a square and I'll make that a face, and here's another square and that's your chest, and it was I feel square, like square, square, squares. He's very uh, minimalist, um, you know, when it comes to his uh, line and uh, his colors, spe- uh, specifically his colors. Uh, but come on, you can't. Do you not like that cover? Nope. Really? Wow, dude, it's it's just. It's just my preference, man. Like, yeah, I get it. And here's the other thing. The other Spider-Man stuff I've read, Humberto Ramos. Even Oliver Coipel. And Oliver, <laughs> like Spider-Man Coipel, yeah. Whatever his name is. Um, you know, those are there's cert- there's a certain look that I that I think of when I think of Spider-Man now and those guys are kind of what come to my mind and I realize they're more, a little bit more modern and Sale definitely went retro with this and that's not a bad thing, but I've got kind of like I've been swayed over by the new school of Spider-Man and so reading this you're right it does give you this nostalgic feel it does have that kind of old school look but I just Sales just one of those guys that yeah he's good but it's just yeah not for me yeah I think for a lot of people it's like you know John Romita Jr. oh yeah that's not good that it's an it's an it's an acquired taste or something that maybe you're predisposed to like for whatever reason or predisposed to dislike. Um, I I like it and a lot for the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's me. Right on. Do we have anything else that we're gonna contribute? No, I'd well, just be curious, like, I because I didn't read the Spider-Man comics and stuff, so I don't know if they touched on it. Like, how did MJ and him kind of fall in love after Gwen's death, kind of thing? That was a I long don't know, story, so, right? Roger? I would assume that, Cody, that, if Gwen's you're listening. Death, that Gwen's death brought them together. I would assume. I think that's what they lead you to kind of believe at the Yeah, end of by this. reading this, that's where I kind of get like, oh, so their death brought Gwen, or Gwen's death brought MJ and him together, and you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, MJ was around for a long, long time, time. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can't remember when they got married. That's what I'm saying. Like, we um, need, we need I, Cody. That was a Spider Man annual. I think it was in the the 80s mm-hmm. right yeah i mean it was a good decade before they got married <coughs> so i mean they developed that relationship for a long time do we want to do some star ratings sure let's go ahead and start with johnny uh i really love this book um i think jeff Loeb 
he always knows how to write the characters, you know, how uh, they're supposed to be written, uh, of, you know, with uh, Batman or um, in Hush or Superman in uh, Superman for All Seasons. He gets uh, Peter Parker. Um, and, you know, I'm a big fan of the Tim Sale art. So four and a half for me. Roger? Um, four stars for me. I think it's a, it's, it's a very strong all-ages Spider-Man book that most anybody would would just enjoy you know um it's not stellar but it's really good heather i'm gonna go i'm gonna say a 3.5 because hmm. yeah it was it was touching <laughs> that's actually my rating to 3.5 yeah. it's but it's a solid 3.5 yeah like, it's not to knock it but art preference like you read this and you're kind of like by the end of it you're like oh Ow, right, yeah. right in my heart, Jeff Loeb. You know, so if I wanted to feel like that, then maybe my rating would be a little higher. But I'm like, I did not expect this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna say 3.5 also. Yeah. Um. So from there, we're gonna move into some previews. Uh, from Marvel Comics coming up next week, we have the Amazing Spider-Man number 24. Is that tied to Clone Conspiracy also? You got CC next to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good grief. So they Yay. didn't even end it. Okay. Avengers 4.1. Is that supposed to be a 4.MU or is that an actual 4.1? No, it's 4.1. God damn They're it, doing Marvel. both. They're oh, doing I, both. I hate this already. Um, Black Panther number 11. Captain America, Steve Rogers number 12. Champions one, number 1.MU. Deadpool the Duck number 4 of 5. Um, why, God, why? Every time I see that. Uh, Electra, Electra number 1. Extraordinary X-Men number 19, that's an IVX tie-in. Ghost Rider number 4. Hulk number 3. Infamous Iron Man number 5. IVX number 5 of 6. Mighty Captain Marvel number 2. Prowler number 5, and that's a clone conspiracy tie-in. Rocket Raccoon number 3. Scarlet Witch number 15. Spider-Gwen number 17. Spider-Man Deadpool number 14. We are reviewing Spider-Woman number 16 next week. Correct. That's the Jessica yeah. Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. I heard that's so good. Um, I haven't heard anything I don't know about if she it. Pregnant anymore? Is no, she had the baby. No, she had the baby. Oh, okay. I don't know if they ever resolved who. The I think her was. baby. I think they did. I think her babysitter's like an armadillo or something like that. What? I don't know. Uh, awesome. Some type oh, of okay. dragon man. I don't know. Man. Anyway, uh, Thanos number four, Thunderbolts number ten, Uncanny Avengers number twenty, and that's it from Marvel. Uh, from DC Comics, we have Action Comics number nine seventy four. Batgirl number eight, Batman 66 meets Wonder Woman 77, number two of six, Batman Beyond number five, Blue Beetle number six, Deathstroke number 13, uh, Detective Comics number 951, Flash number 17, Future Quest number 10, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern, this is a good week from DC next week, Mm -hmm. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 15, Hellblazer number seven, we are reviewing Justice League of America number one, the Rebirth issue came out a couple weeks ago or last week. Is that the one with Lobo? Yes. Oh, yeah. cool. it, it, and Killer Frost. And Killer Frost. And Black Canary. And yeah, they did a good job explaining why Batman has that team. Yeah, he's um, in charge, right? Because he's yeah. Batman. He's but, Batman. But <laughs> once again, my, 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 my issue is Batman doesn't need to be on every single Justice League team. But he does Batman is the Wolverine. Books. But he does because he sells books. <laughs> Same reason why Wolverine's on every Avengers. Um, anyway... Uh, so this saddens me. We're, we we have to review Justice League of America number one because it's you know it's number one from DC. But 
Commandy Challenge number two of 12. Roger, promise me we're going to review a book from Commandy. There's 12. We will. There are, I know, but still, I really wanted to do number two after reading number one. Uh, Suicide Squad number 12, Supergirl being super number two of four, Teen Titans number five, and Wonder Woman number 17. That's it from DC this upcoming week. From Indie Comics, we have Aliens vs. Predator, Life and Death number three, Back to the Future number 17, Belfry, which is a one-shot, Curse Words number two, Descender number 19, Divinity number three, or excuse me, Divinity three, Stalinverse number three, The Few number two, uh, The Fix number eight, Highlander American Dream number one, Monstrous number 10, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic number 51, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Old Guard number one, and that's what we're going to be reviewing. That is by, unfortunately, Greg Rucka. Fortunately? Unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately. I'm I'm waiting for him to draw me back as a reader. All right. I really am, so we'll see. Do we know who his art artist is on that book? I can check for you. Uh, we'll okay, yeah, go ahead and get back to me on it. Outcast by Kirkman and Azazeta, number 25. Serenity, No Power in the Verse, number 5 of 6. Shutter, number 27. Star Trek Green Lantern, volume 2, number 3. TMNT Universe number seven, and that's it for our indie comics. Graphic novels. We got a big list of graphic novels. Love the Rebirth um, huh? coming out. No, well, um, there's a lot came out last week. Or Roger at least has a lot of them. No, well, there's got, there's one or two that come out every week. I mean, I've we've gotten most of them back in stock. Gotcha. We're like we'll get the Superman trades back in next yeah. week, along with with whatever else comes back. Okay, um, so for the old guard number one, it's uh, Leandro Fernandez. Don't he, know who that is. He did the Discipline, Deadpool, and Punisher Max. Cool. I'm familiar with Punisher Max. Yeah. Okay, uh, for graphic novels, we have the Autumn Lands trade paperback volume two, Woodland Creatures. Uh, we have Batman Beyond trade paperback volume three, Wired for Death. Batman Night of the Monster Men hardcover is coming out. That's wow. interesting. Um, they're going for a hardcover. Oh, it's probably the collection of all the tie-ins. Yeah, yeah. the tie-ins. Yeah. Well, that was it was a crossover story. Yeah, Nightwing so, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghost in the Shell Deluxe. Uh, what is RTL? Retail? Retailing? Retail? Retailing? Mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell uh, DLX. Deluxe. Oh, uh, Deluxe Retail Hardcover. <laughs> deluxe Retail Hardcover. Cool. Hey, give me a second, Johnny. I'll get back to it. All right. <laughs> Um, Doctor Strange Premier Hardcover Volume 3 Blood and Ether. Uh, there's two Apparently there's two Volumes of the Ghost in the Shell Deluxe So you got one and two Coming in next week Maybe one has like yes. A movie tie-in Or something it's pro- like Yeah that. well it's coming in Because of the movie right Yeah, yeah. Okay Injustice uh, Among Us Year 5 Gods Among Us Year 5 Hardcover Volume 2 Injustice Gods Among Us Year 5 Trade Paperback Volume 1 uh, Sky Doll Decade Gray, uh, Green or Green Lantern. I'm thinking like right off that graphic novel. <laughs> okay, and if I've only got a couple of these Sky Doll coming in, I think one of them spoke for somebody. There's a new Sky Doll series that's coming out in in a Doll? few weeks. Sky Doll is awesome. Is it? It's a French property done by uh, Barbara Canepa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, man, it's yeah, it's different, Johnny. Yeah. I'm telling you, you'll love it. Oh yeah, you'll I'll probably love it. hate it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Should know. Put it on your review list. But it's pretty. It's 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 a little risque too. Mm. So, but it's uh. So I'll Marvel, have to sit there and read it to you. Marvel okay. actually did. Um, you heard it here first. He's going to do that for me. Okay. Marvel <laughs> did like five Skydoll series. Really. Uh, some 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 time ago, and it blew me away. It blew me away that Marvel 
did that book. Really? Um, but it was it was really cool. Okay. Might have to check that out today. Um, Snot Girl Trade Paperback Volume 1, Green Hair, Don't Care. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's cool. That's pretty good. Great name. <laughs> That's a fantastic name for a Volume 1. Um, and then Wonder Woman Trade Paperback uh, Volume 1, The Lies, which is a rebirth. Uh, now is that that's the both story? No, that's oh, okay. the odd issues. And then volume two will be the even issues. The, uh, yeah, volume that's two will confusing. be confusing. That's so confusing. That's <laughs> why um, I didn't read them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like as they come out, it's fine. But in a trade form, it's like, well, I only get one, three. Yeah, five, essentially, eight. the last six months, it's that. So yeah. volume one is the lies. Volume two is the uh, the Wonder Woman Year One story. Yeah, that's confusing. So thank you, Greg Rucker, for making things complicated. Yeah. Uh, graphic novel being reviewed next week is Alex and Ada Volume One. You've heard us kind of yeah. reference that every so often. Great Good. book. Great, great book. Well, great starting to a series. <laughs> great Volume One. <laughs> we we always kind of rag on the last issue of that series, yeah. but Volume One is a solid read. Easy so, read too. Uh, yeah, I need to. Um, I need to interject here. I I think we're okay. probably gonna review Commandy Challenge next week. Oh really? yeah, son. Only because the the challenge next week is is being done by Peter Tomasi and Neil Adams. Ooh, oh. yes. After that, it's Jimmy Palmiotti for a couple issues. Mm. Okay. If he if he is for a couple <laughs> issues, it's, well, it's Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. Yeah, but then it's Palmiotti and another artist. Oh, really? And which confuses separate. me. They because... don't always work together. Well, I know, but <laughs> the funny thing is that the retail road show, Dan DiDio, the way that they did this round robin thing is people drew names out. That's how they got the creative teams. And Palmiotti and Connor both drew each other again. That's awesome. And so he's That's like, how is this marriage, possible? Like... Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if they screwed up on one of the creative teams because he yeah. shouldn't be writing two books, no. especially one after the other. Because one that kind of goes against the. Yeah, someone the might have dropped out. No, because there's even a list, I think, in the end of the first one, who, what creative teams you yeah. expect. I'll have to go back and look at that. So, so we may. No. Uh, we'll, we'll take a look at that. And, but don't be surprised, guys, if, uh, if, we change if we're doing Commandy Challenge next okay. week. Excited. Um, as always, this isn't the complete list. If you want that, go to horizoncomics.com. Click on the new releases button. And yes, you're doing good. And updated every Monday. Monday, yeah. I don't know. I think the button's yellow. Is the button yellow? I think so. So it's easy to find. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, you guys. It says new ahead. releases. <laughs> it says new releases. Click on that. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're going to go over to some news real quick. So we got a couple of news points. Uh, a lot of characters are being added to the roster for the Injustice 2 game. If you play um, games. Matt was excited about this. Yeah, Johnny had a couple. Like, you say Poison Ivy and Cheetah. Poison Ivy, Cheetah, Catwoman. No Woo-hoo. one cares. Swamp Thing's the coolest one. Swamp, yeah. Thing, Swamp Thing in video game form is... Yeah. Like, I saw his combos and specials. Like, he, like, reaches under the ground and the vines go to the other side of the stage, grab you, and start pounding you around and retract. Like, it looks cool. Yeah, he looks like a pretty good heavy. Yeah. Awesome. So, that looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> then, it looks as if Warner Brothers is trying to tap Mel Gibson for Suicide Squad 2 to direct. Yep. yep. Um, which should be an interesting, <laughs> interesting combo. You know, that's a crazy fit, but yeah, it's a perfect. I'm fit. scared. I know, it could but be a horrible good. fit. It could I, be really yeah. good. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in actual comic news, uh, Marvel is going to be putting out the spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Zdarsky. Um, Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky is writing it. Yep. And who did they say the artist Kubert. was? Kubert. Kubert. Adam. Yeah. Andy? Yeah. So. One of them works for DC. One of them works for Marvel. It's the Marvel one. 
<laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. Well, it's Andy. <laughs> Is it Andy? I think it's Andy. Andy Kubert. Okay. Just put Man. A. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You, you fixed it. Yeah. There. Uh, he said it's gonna be more of like um, a New York City story, like he's staying in the city, you know, doing yeah. like the people. Oh, they see Spider Man swinging around. That's what like, the stories yeah. are gonna kind of be about. Okay, cool. Um, and then, uh, as much as it pains me to bring this up again, because I hate, I hate how Wait, much. You had another before you get to that one. There was a Bane story. Too. Oh, is there a Bane story yeah, coming out? Uh, Who had, had that? Heather yeah, had Heather. Um, yeah. Sorry, no, Chuck Dixon comments. and Graham yeah. Nolan are returning to the creation of DC Comics up to uh, upcoming 12-issue series, Bane Conquest, out oh, in May. Sweet. 12 issues of 12 a Bane issues. story? No, they gave them 12 issues. That's Why didn't they give says. Kevin 12 issues? Come on, DC. I feel like Bane's <laughs> a cool character if you do him right, too. Like that'll Well, yeah. Really good. Bane yeah. was awesome in the movie. So, yeah, I, like I mean, they... Yeah. <laughs> I remember... Batman and Robin? They, when they invented... <laughs> oh, my God. But he was God, awesome in that, I too. I <laughs> will stab you in your ear with this pen. He was enjoyable in that. He was he was Bane hitting puberty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so, like I was saying, as much as it pains me to bring this up, apparently there's rumors floating around that Ben Affleck does not want to be a part of the yep. Batman movies at all. After Justice League, he's out, apparently. That's that's what that's they're the rumor, saying, yeah. yeah, that he wants to be done with it. But once again, if he's contractually binded, he might, I know, think bound, for him, it's probably film by film. Yeah. Probably. It's okay, just so. take him to Vegas, yeah. let him get into <laughs> debt again, and yeah. you got him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what? My, I liked Ben <sighs> Affleck as, as Batman, but my issue, my, my only issue with him was they should have done like they did, like I was we were saying before the show, they should have done like they did with Cavill and with um, uh, Gal Gadot, where they picked somebody that was moderately on the rise, kind of popular not, with well, other a stuff. megastar. Not, mm-hmm. not a megastar, because yeah. then you've got things like this that happen. Yep. And freaking Warner Brothers needs to avoid things like this from happening, because yeah. Disney yeah. keeps kicking them in the nuts at the box office. <laughs> I'm so, available yeah. to play and Batman not, if they're listening. <laughs> see, no, no, I can do it. <laughs> it's Batman vs Superman made a lot of money. It's yeah. critically that they're not doing well money wise. They're making a good amount. Of yeah, money, like, they so. did, but yeah. but still, as a fanboy, like, you want them to be good. Yeah, I <laughs> want them to be good. I want them to be just as good as the Disney ones. Yeah. With well, I think that's probably what's weighing on Ben Affleck is just the blowback from oh, the yeah. fans, and yeah. he's probably like, "Look, hey, I don't need this." Yeah, yeah. he can. Make I his hope own that's wrong. That I hope. <laughs> you know, I hope look, it's just a rumor because Affleck is a darn good Batman. Yeah, it might just be a rumor to get buzz going about every it again week. There's a new yeah, and story. that's the thing that ticks me off is like there's so many rumors swirling around the Batman movie. It's driving me nuts. I mean, if you got Jeff Johns working on the script with Ben Affleck, that could be a dynamite yeah. powerhouse movie. Yeah. But that's like I that's felt why I think it's just rumors because they want that yeah. attention. Because you look at the the Someone, Flash, it's the Flash movie is just kind of fading away, and nobody's caring about it anymore. And I'm a huge Flash fan, and I don't even I give want, a. I can guarantee okay. this was a quote from Ben that someone took out of context and made a story out of it. Probably. I mean, that's what every. Yeah. Maybe yeah. someone yeah. asked him to be Batman at their kid's birthday party. And he was like, I don't want to play Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? But yeah, I mean, uh, anyway, so the, it's painful how much we have to talk about Batman. That's what movies. I say about BVS. It was a Batman movie with Superman in it. Yeah, I said basically. that to you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's mean, Batman why Batman had... was first in the title. Yeah. <laughs> that and Batman had more screen time. That should yeah. never happen. So, anyway. Uh, Heather, 
Guardians of the Galaxy, the ride. Yeah, at oh. Disneyland California Adventure is opening May 27th. It's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Mission Breakout? Mission Breakout. Now, they you, took away Tower of Terror to do yeah. this ride. I don't think, do you so, think it's just going to be an up and down ride? Or it, something it's different? going it's to be, be same, It's going to yeah. be an up and down drop ride yeah. with a little story because you're helping, I think it's Rocket, break the rest of the Guardians out. Oh, it's nice. the prison thing, so, right? Like yeah, the it's the movie? prison yeah. breakout yeah. kind of thing. But they're also going to let you meet Groot. He'll have a meet and greet with Spider-Man and Captain America. And then Black Widow will be there. And Hawkeye is going to be there. They're going to do a training regiment. Yeah, Black Widow and Hawkeye are going to do like this training regiment with the kids. Kind of like, you're going to be an Avenger. Kind of like what they do with the Star Wars. With the Jedi training. Yeah, Yeah. they're going to do a California Adventure with Hawkeye and Black Black Widow. Black Woman. (laughs) 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 Dang. No, uh, so that's kind of cool. I... I want to go just to watch that. (laughs) The day that opens, the lines are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait a month or two. Every parent is going to be taking their kid to that. So, Um, All right. Question time. We got our weekly Carlos, right? Yes. Do you have that? I do. Uh, This week, uh, Carlos wants to know, uh, team, Team Gwen or Team MJ? MJ. MJ. Fucking Carlos. Team MJ. All the way. Um, I, I gotta go MJ. I mean, I was more familiar with MJ from the cartoon. Yeah. Although up. Spider-Man Blue almost got me to Gwen's side, but I was like, no, no, yeah, no, MJ. It, it MJ. did. It did. That's that's almost actually really me, true. But it, Gwen died, so MJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, to me, it's Gwen. Uh, and I mean, even to Peter, it's always been Gwen. I mean, even to MJ, it's always been Gwen in a uh, Silver Surfer Requiem, I believe. Um, Mary Jane gets the power of cosmic and she's uh, her hair starts changing blonde because she knows that Peter is always going to want Gwen. And There's hair dye for that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't need the power of cosmic. You yeah, I know. That, you know but, you know, she's changing. You just wanted to be a hipster and dro- <clears throat> name drop something to make you sound cool. No, that's a great story. <laughs> You're a Marvel kid, right? Uh, that's a great story. You should read that. We should read that. That's a- Anyway, um, so yeah, I've always loved Gwen Stacy more than Mary Jane. I, yeah, I love MJ. I, I I do, but I'm Team Gwen. Are you? Yeah. See, for I me, mean, that's Gwen has just a, a special place. Yeah. That, Are you embarrassed to be agreeing with with Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> the look no. on your face, like, oh, Heather, you can come back and just say things like that oh. anytime you want. Just kidding, Johnny. <laughs> He's playing with his toy. He added me on Facebook, so I can just, you know. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> I, th- I guess I guess that means that you can make we're fun Facebook of me. Facebook official. Jesus. <laughs> See, for me, like, here's and this is, this is going to probably sound sacrilegious to some Spider-Man fans and whatnot. My introduction to Spider-Man as a kid was the Saturday morning cartoon show. Same. The Fox show? Yeah. Where he doesn't ever hit anyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, not like the old, old one, but the one that was, you know, the popular. Like In the, the 90s. Yeah. The yeah. 90s Wasn't one. the first one airing when you were, like, five? Yeah. No. No, um, no I was, like, 12. Wasn't the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon <laughs> right after it? I, like, I think so. I rem- it was right before, it was right, right after it. was right it. before. Cause it was right yeah. before. Yeah. It was 88. Yeah, because I remember Spider-Man was Turtles 90s. and then Spider-Man. Yeah. And- but it was always MJ in that cartoon. So yeah. then when I read stuff, I start hearing about Gwen State, I'm mean, who is this? This this is an MJ, right? So that's my like, same. Yeah. yeah, that's where I go to when I think Spider Man. I'm like, it's MJ. Yep. So true. Tiger. Very cool. Yeah, okay, because all the comics I got that my dad would bring home as a kid, it would always be the MJ comics and so on. So yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, what's our what's our okay. other one? Uh, next post. question comes in from Aaron Candelaria, and he wants to know, in the spirit of Valentine's. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, who is your comic crush? Comic Ooh. crush. Ooh. Comic crush. Ooh. Okay, I got a couple. Like Wonder Woman for start, dude. You got you got to go Wonder Woman. Wait, I got a Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride, nice. nice. And then, dude, Lois. I'm a Superman fan, so I gotta say Lois. Lois is too uptight. She's not uptight. She's uptight. She's not uptight. <laughs> She's she kind of is. She's uptight. <laughs> She's uptight. You wouldn't get anywhere with her. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Heather. Wow. I have more of a chance with her. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the gauntlet. You had to think about Wonder Woman. I mean, she does have the rope. Yeah. But, just but, went there, uh, Roger. You just went there. No. Um, she comes from an island of all women, so you got to kind of take that account yeah. that, you know. This is really, you know, because instinctively I, I go to Wonder Woman or – um, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, because I was they're, they're my, my two favorite. But yeah. but comic yeah. crush. No, um, my my number one is, is I'll go Marvel DC. Marvel is Scarlet Witch. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Wanda. Yeah, she's nice. Yes. <laughs> if I, I was and, gonna go, but she's Looney Tunes too. <laughs> so I, you know. I'm. I'm just. I'm, just sit I'm back in, and I'm enjoy in, the ride. Yeah, I'm in for for a bit of a hornet's nest with that one. But um, and then on DC side, uh, Poison Ivy. Okay, mm, that's pretty good. So, if I was gonna go Marvel, I would go Black Widow. Mm. That's really good. So, yeah, Johnny. Um, Wonder Woman, Catwoman, and Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. And if I was gonna go Jeez. outside the realm of DC. Betty from Archie. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Betty. Oh, God. oh, see, mine would be Josie. Josie from the Pussycats? Cats? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Veronica. Do you like too. cats? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would go Scarlet Witch and Harley Quinn just because I like crazy. I knew you were going to say Harley not, not, you pick, I would do bad things You want to pick Harley. males? No, no. <laughs> I mean, if I was going to go males, it would be the Flash. All right. Couple. Anything else? Any other questions? No. No. Christian, you should wear more red and black. Yeah. We don't have any reviews. <laughs> no reviews this week, guys. Get on that. If you like what you're hearing, yeah. uh, rate, review, subscribe, share, like, all that stuff. Um, if you want to keep up with the shop. Wait, wait. The YouTube videos, too. They're all public now. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. right. The Patreon. All of the world's finest specials uh, on YouTube uh, slash All Star Comics podcast are now public. You can go yeah. watch them. And if you want to continue to get the ones monthly from here on out. Um, you can consider supporting us on Patreon. Which we are working on our next one um, in two weeks. But you get, yeah, it should be two weeks. It looks like um, Shane and Chad and, and et al. are going to have uh, something. The Court of Owl. Well, yeah, we'll just. I got to yeah. edit that now, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shane and Chad are going to have some, <laughs> something. Whatever. Take it all out. Okay. Take it all out. <laughs> yeah, we, should have, the whole we thing. should have a special. <laughs> Uh, ready and, and to go in a couple of weeks. Cool. So. And if you want to support that, you can go to patreon.com slash all-star comics podcast. Get content as little, starting at as little as a dollar. Three dollar level gets you There's the exclusive. A bunch of good stuff on yeah. there. If you haven't checked it out. Gets you the exclusive videos at three dollars. So not a bad investment if you like to be in the know with what we have. Yeah. Um, and if you want to keep up with Horizon Comics, 
follow at Horizon Comics. Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Facebook. We're on you can Facebook. like the page. You can like if you've us. got questions, guys, you can come into the shop, ask some questions, or there is a post pinned to the top of the Facebook page that you can ask them there or rant at us as Christian and Heather like to do. I um, don't rant. <laughs> and, I'm just right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Johnny's working on a website for us. So that and might be Johnny, up yeah, get on that. Like He's working on it. I just yeah. talked to Roger about <laughs> it today. Why isn't it done yet? Because right now, he needs Johnny. to pay his fees. Right <laughs> yeah, well, before we shut this down, because I'm I, I'm, I'm somewhat remiss in, in uh, talking about the event that we had in the shop tonight oh, that's with right. Kevin Grievous, the writer of uh, Odyssey, Odyssey of the Amazons. Amazons. Um, that was really cool. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate Kevin coming out. And spending awesome. some time with us, spending a couple hours. I appreciate all of you guys that came in Heck and yeah. and got to, you know, take part in that with us. Super cool guy. Yep. Super cool guy. Hopefully and he can, lives out here. Yeah. In our backyard. Right. Yep. Hopefully we can have him out again. I would I would dig that. Yeah, that'd be you cool. You get like three hours, maybe have him on an episode. <laughs> I think, well, I, 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 Maybe someone won't delete his yeah. cool vocal stinger next time Ooh. by accident. Well, Jonathan, you can run the <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, I just, I'm so disappointed because if you have not heard Kevin, he's got the voice of God. Yeah. Like that dude just. I don't yes. know. I mean, Morgan Freeman, that's God. No, that's pretty good. That's, pretty that, good God. that's God in my head. I don't know. I would love, you know, yeah. I, I would Maybe love Gabriel. to do. Maybe um, you know. <laughs> You know, one of the things that I want to do as a special is do uh, writers' yes. uh, show. He like would be we've, awesome. We got people that we can. Yes, we need yeah. to do that. Um, definitely do that. And so that's that's something that I, I'm I'm definitely keeping in mind for him too. Um, hey, he he told me he had a really good time. Cool uh, today, and 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 would definitely be open to to doing it again, doing cool. something with us. Cool, so cool, cool. Um, but this guy this guy knows so much about all aspects of the industry that it, it surprised me. I mean, it really did surprise me. This guy's a comic fan going way, way back. He knows he knows about the comics um, as, as a fan. He knows about it from being a professional in the industry uh, and knowing other people. This, uh, I mean, That makes I, me happy. And he doesn't I, just, just know DC. Away. He knows Marvel and all yeah, this. And he just knows yeah. everything. It's that like, makes yeah. me so happy. Um, dude, yeah, he's, dude, dude says he's got like a uh, fifteen thousand book freaking a inventory in his collection. So he's, I, when he's I been came, he's been collecting for a when while. When I came in and asked, uh, got my my book signed by him today. I asked him, I was like, "You got any other comics that you're working on right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, we're like three. So at uh, this is my like poor attempt to like imitate oh, his so poor. his awesome voice. I'm um, yeah, he's like I got like three or three or four for DC. I haven't quite cracked into Marvel. I was like, dude, you don't need to go to Marvel. Like you could just he you, might fix Marvel. You, he could he could write something really good at Marvel if if he has that kind of knowledge. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see what other books he's got in the pipeline at DC. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and if you, awesome. if you guys haven't checked out, honestly, the Amazon, I, you know, I've read the first two issues. I thought the first one was, you know, it was a solid issue. It was a long read. Yep. There was a lot there. Um, the second issue, I was like, you you kind of get an idea of what's going down. And and it was it was a really strong issue. I think that this is going to be a, a, a darn good series. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be going over well at DC. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anyway, just wanted to just wanted to. You know, afterthought, yeah, afterward, whatever those are called in books, right? If you weren't here, you missed it. Yes, 
Uh, if you want to keep up with uh, Johnny. And you do. Do we? Yes, you okay. do. Uh, not much, actually. <laughs> He's um, going to post videos of him learning the ukulele. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually just mostly Instagram and Snapchat. Or I don't do Twitter that much. but the ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so where can people find you, Johnny? You can find me everywhere um, at the Johnny 2 by 4 Heather? I am. Care. I'm on Instagram. I have a Twitter. I don't use it, but I'm mostly on Facebook. And I think if my people need to get like, Harley like, Quinn knowledge, <laughs> where do they go? It, you could look for Heather Bear Four, or just search my name, Heather Horner, not just or Heather DePaz. I go by both. So right on. Uh, I am at Saint Jonathan on Instagram and Twitter. Um, on Facebook as well. And if you want to keep up with all things audio or video oh, yeah. game related, you, you got can... about uh, 11 days till Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, then I will be in the void. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to live tweet that experience? I think I'll you should. I'll be playing. You get I'll, I'll try. Get, yeah, I'll just get, get her to live yeah, tweet yeah, from true. your account. Yeah. Like Matt is being stupid and yeah, not in, like paying attention. But it's the Hydra 5 5, right? That's me. Right on. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will see you again next week.